Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Today, we want to send one special listener and their pastor to Bristol Motor Speedway for a full VIP NASCAR experience with Energized Ministries with our very own Andy Bowersox. Are on track with Andy Host. Andy, tell them about this trip. It's amazing. How can they win? Hey, good morning, Robbie. You know, we have done uh, int- uh, similar trips like this before for pastors, uh, your listeners, and, and pastors around the country. But this is the first time we're opening it up to send one of your listeners and their pastor to the racetrack with us. So, uh, so it'll be August 22nd. It's the Friday night nationwide race at Bristol Motor Speedway. This is, if you're into racing and you guys listening out there that love NASCAR, this is the mecca of all things NASCAR. It's, it's the Daytona of Tennessee, basically. Okay, really, really exciting. But to what we're offering is a, is a full access VIP experience. It'll be down in the pit box during the race. It'll be in the garage for the qualifying. We'll hang out with the team and the crew chief. We'll get to attend the driver's meeting and the chapel service there. It is 100% full access. For today only, the only day we're doing this will be for one of your listeners that send them and their pastor. And uh, so what we want to do is have people check it out. Check out our ministry on Facebook. It's Energized Ministries. Like that page. If you're into Twitter, you can follow us there. But we want you to call in and tell us why you and your pastor would love to join us for this trip. 866-348-7884 is your chance to win that trip. Call in and tell us why you think your pastor really could use this. These things are huge because pastors don't get a chance to do a lot of stuff. And so, you know, we're going to pick somebody today. We've put it on Facebook. We've had it on Twitter. It's Energize Ministries on Facebook. If you're on Twitter, it's Energize underscore score M. That's it. It's at Energize underscore M in order to, to go follow them on Twitter. But we're asking you to do that. But we really want you to call in and, and right now and Tell us why, because we're going to announce the winner on the air a little bit later today, but now. Tell us why. It's the only day we're going to do this with you guys. But now, uh, we got a little something else for you today. (laughs) (laughs) Deadly driving habits. (laughs) Things you may do every day that have become a habit, but they could get you killed. Or perhaps worse, your children or grandchildren see and learn. It's okay to check your email behind the wheel or speed or slide through those stop signs. What are the deadly driving habits? We have done our homework. We've even asked these questions on Facebook or Twitter ourselves at Christian Car Guy. But there's nothing like hearing from the Christian Car Guy audience. So while you're calling in with your pastor, or if you just want to call in and you're not you know, if you're in California, whatever, making it to Bristol might be a bit difficult today. By all means, we would still love you to call in. Tell us the deadly driving habit you're trying to break or perhaps one that just drives you crazy. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We do have lines open. We would love to hear your pastor nomination or your deadly driving habit. And you know, habits are easy to make, hard to break, and I've had this deadly habit f- 
every first Saturday of the month for years and years and years having Bill Mixon, my Christian insurance guy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Bill is always with me on the first Saturday of the month. Bill, welcome. And you, you got these deadly things lined up. I do. And while we go through this list today, I'd like to ask everybody out there to take a chance Take, consider whether or not you've got enough life insurance in case you might be one of the fatalities or consider whether you're carrying enough liability insurance in case you're one of the drivers today might be a good time to think how much do i actually have and is it enough so what are you trying to stop or what's the one driving habit that you really think we need to talk about today you call us 866 348 884. I know it takes some courage to call in, but think of your pastor. I'm telling you, when you watch your pastor toss a tire over the pit, <laughs> which I saw happen uh, the one time I, I was able to go with Andy, you have no idea the life that you will speak into your pastor, into his church by just calling in today and nominating him. We really are, we're going to give this away today. 866 348 884 and it is the first Saturday of the month which normally would be our Jesus Labor Love Week but because I want to give this pastor event all the time it needed and our deadly driving habits we're going to have a very special I have really something cool planned for us next week on the Jesus Labor Love what that is is free car repair for single moms and widows across the country especially also um, families in crisis and you can find out all about that at christiancarguy.com uh but naturally, it's still the Christian Car Guy show. So at the end of the show, we're going to have our appraisal by the real black book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. And as I was thinking this week of deadly driving habits, I started to consider how almost any of the deadly driving habits have a spiritually similar deadly habit, something that could happen to you spiritually along those lines. So... When you call in this morning, maybe you could think of what might be a spiritual correlation to the deadly driving habit that drives you crazy. <laughs> I've got one, and so I'd love to hear it, 866-348-7884. But the one that, there's one that just kind of nailed me right between the eyes is a deadly habit that I find myself in every so often, and God actually hit me between the eyes with Jeremiah chapter four, and we're going to get into that coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by The Real Black Book. You are listening, if you're wondering, to The Christian Car Guy Show, which we're bringing the kingdom of God through the automotive platform, which is really a wonderful thing, sometimes through NASCAR, sometimes through good driving habits, sometimes through being a good steward with what God's given you. Taking care of your car, as we always say, if you'll take care of your car, last as long as you do. This is a live show. It's going on now. And if you want to, again, this this VIP experience is for you and your pastor. So you get to sponsor them with them. Andy, it's going to be cool. And all you got to do is call in and tell us why you think. 866-348-7884. You've done this around the country numerous times. Have you ever had a pastor go, man, I, I hate I did this? <laughs> it's, it's it's truly a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and um, and I wouldn't worry about the scheduling of it right now. Just just call in, tell us why you guys would like to come, why you'd like to bring your pastor. We'll contact you, and uh, and if there is a scheduling conflict, we might even make it up some other day. But uh, we want to hear from you. Tell, tell us why. And, uh, again, it's a front-row seat inside Bristol Motor Speedway, in the garage, in the pit area. 
it's full access you'll you'll be right there rubbing shoulders with your favorite drivers and it'll be for friday night august 22nd nationwide race at bristol motor speedway so Call in and tell us why you'd like to join us and why your pastor could use a special treat. And uh, really, you know, Robbie, that's what our ministry is about, is providing unique, refreshing, and, and rejuvenate experiences for pastors. So uh, that's the foundation for it. If you check out our website, you'll see lots more that talks about why that's important. But uh, today, it's a, it's a fun day we're promoting and uh, looking, to just looking forward to sending somebody out there. Yeah, can you imagine the expression on your pastor's face when you say, hey, I won you a trip to Bristol, but you get to go with me. <laughs> And that's and right now your chances are really good because you're competing against absolutely no one. So yeah, eight and, six and six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth. But we do got to get into these deadly driving habits. Last week we talked about the one that it was on Bob Young, our Christian junkyard guy's heart. That when you're going into a left turn, if you're in an intersection making a left turn, that if you prematurely turn your wheels to the left and the person comes sliding in behind you they hit your car they will launch you into the oncoming traffic coming on the other direction and and bob knew of a couple folks that had actually died as a result of that it is absolutely a horrific habit to get into so we'll just start off with that one as as one that i actually did a recording of a deadly habit is when you are waiting to make a left turn do not prematurely start to turn your wheels because you don't know who might be coming up behind you. The time you really see people do this is when they're planning on making a U-turn. Then they'll they'll get their wheels all the way turned in, in ex- anticipation of getting that car turned all the way around. Do not do that. Because again, if somebody, you never know. And I've been at an intersection once. And in fact, that was the reason why I learned to wear my seatbelt, Bill. Another deadly driving habit that people, believe it or not, do is they don't wear their seatbelt. And I was in the car business, I didn't need to wear a seatbelt. I mean, I was in and out of cars all the time. And my son was sitting next to me and he wasn't wearing his seatbelt and we're sitting stopped at a stoplight. And all of a sudden a car just slams into us. Well, I'm watching my son launch into the windshield and, um, tried to hold him, which you, you cannot do. You cannot hold 40, 50 pounds flying forward like that. Of course there weren't child safety seats then and all that but we have been wearing a seatbelt since the day of that event which he was okay but wow something to think about what are your deadly driving habits you got a chance to win call in during the break 866-348-7884 Deadly driving habits. <laughs> of course, it's not at all funny, but it, for some reason, I just whenever I do that, it kind of tickles me. But these are very, very serious issues because once you start them, it's hard to break them. You might be easing through intersections, all those things. And the thing that really is scary about it is your kids, a lot of time, or your grandkids, or whoever's in the car with you, they're seeing what habits it is that you are developing and so you thought it was no big deal that you text and drove until your 15-year-old is taking driver's ed. And they're going, well, like, Dad, you do it? We got John in Raleigh's calling in with his. We would love to hear yours. You call 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. 
John, what's the deadly driving habit that you're thinking of? Well, I was just saying, just thinking um, about people jaywalking. Oh wow! Um, it seems like I don't know last year or so. I've seen a lot more people jaywalking. You know, a lot of times they got a kid by the hand, or they're pushing a stroller, or something like that. Just you, know, you just need to always keep that in mind. You know. Yeah, absolutely. That's. Uh... I I hit a pedestrian many years ago, oh. and uh, yeah, thank God it you know, nobody got killed or anything like that. But uh, that was a terrible, terrible thing. Wow. And they just came from nowhere, and then they were. Well, they were uh, uh, inebriated and you know crossing a four lane highway at night, and uh, but you know, nevertheless, you know, I wasn't charged, but uh, the guy wasn't any less hit and wasn't any less injured. That uh, was a terrible thing. And and. It highlights the need for us to be completely um, engaged on a completely and on what we're doing. In other words, if you're looking at your cell phone or thinking about or you know or even checking the radio or the GPS, uh, you you got to be aware all the time because it in a moment everything changed, didn't it, John? Like you were on your way somewhere and now your whole life changed you're you've got this man laying out there on the highway i can't imagine yeah it was a terrible thing because i thought he was dead when i went back to him and uh i was yeah thought to myself my god i've killed somebody um it was a terrible terrible feeling you know my grandmother um, struck a pedestrian a young child when she first started driving and she never drove again Hmm. um i can understand that because you don't realize um what it is that that you're propelling when you're going down the road john i appreciate your call and your courage so much to call in today god bless you brother thank you very much uh appreciate your show thank you all right bye now wow that's powerful while we're on that i just yeah there are many many people that have hit a child that has darted out from behind a car, had absolutely no idea it was going to happen, couldn't have done anything differently, and then they ended up being sued for considerably more than they had insurance for. And the financial toll did a lot of damage in addition to the realizing that they'd injured or killed a child. You can be sued for more money than you have insurance for, you're still responsible for that amount above your insurance. Yeah, and it can happen so quickly. You're driving down residential roads, and there's parked cars. You don't know what's coming out. you got to be careful. you got to be wide awake. There's no time to be daydreaming or, <laughs> you know, checking out your Facebook post, however that looks. But th- those are some of those deadly driving habits. Yeah, when I see those Facebook posts that have, Far too many spelling mistakes. Uh, I'm wondering how many of those people are driving down the road. <laughs> yeah. You've got to be careful. That's a habit that's going to do a lot of damage to a lot of people. Uh, as I mentioned, I posted this um, this week on Twitter and Facebook. Not while you were driving, I hope. 
no. <laughs> but that was one of the, the first thing that came up was that people texting and driving using their cell phones. I guarantee you, if you stop at any stoplight in North Carolina, I don't know about in other states, and you look around, you'll see almost at least 50% of the people are on a phone and they're checking email or they're checking something, Andy. And a lot of them have got kids in the back seat. And, you know, what's going on with that? Yeah, there's way too many distractions in front of us right now. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And, and I'm fortunate. I'm, I'm guilty sometimes of being at that stop sign doing that. So you're, you're preaching to me here this morning. So, you know, one of the challenges about deadly driving habits is how do we stop the habit? How is it that we no longer engage in whatever that may be? And, and do we need to put our cell phone somewhere where it's just almost impossible to get to that thing while we're driving in order to break that habit? Especially, you know, I got a 14 year old, she's going to be driving and I, and I'm, and she's sitting in the, watching my every move. And even though you're the Christian car guy, occasionally, you know, you went through that yellow light a little faster, whatever it was that you did, and and you're sending a message that this stuff's okay, and it's it's scary stuff. When I go on a long trip, I always pray first, right when I get in the car. Now, I should do that on a lot shorter trips than that, but I'm a lot safer driver after I've prayed and dedicated that day to God <laughs> than I am when I'm not. My sin is I'll go searching for something in that box I keep behind the passenger seat. You know, there'll be something in there that I'm just absolutely sure I've got to have, but I don't have time to pull over and stop to get it. My wife gives me a fit on that. And and, and that, that brings up a wonderful point that how easy is it to pull over into a parking lot somewhere and do whatever business you need to do? Yeah, you're waiting on an extremely urgent phone call. I understand. So pull over. And if, they, if you've lost the call, chances are that you can call them right back right then. You don't even have to look at your phone. Just pull over somewhere and, and do whatever you need to do. You're waiting on urgent text. you got something big going on. I understand. But what kind of message would that show your kids? What would it show them if you pulled over? Now, you have a wonderful chance to win a VIP experience at Bristol Motor Speedway in Tennessee. All you have to do is call in and nominate your pastor, 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth or tell us your deadly driving habit. We think we all need to know about. Save somebody's life today, man. I guess you could say Mama was a NASCAR fan. I was born in Talladega in the stands. The fans all cheered the second I arrived. The loudspeaker said the boys born to drive. We didn't have money for a pacifier, so I sucked on the valve off a Goodyear tire. A seven-pound, eight-ounce son of the South, born with a taste for racing in my mouth. She named me Dale, Darrell, Waltrip, Richard, Patty, Rusty, Olsen, Bill, Irvin, Gordon, Earnhardt, Smith, Johnson, Jr. I got my first real stock car when I was nine. And oh, when Mama bought off a Jeff Bodine, the Winston Cup people said the boy's too young. Yes, it is an opportunity today to send. <laughs> your pastor may not be that much of a NASCAR fan, but he, if he's a NASCAR fan, if you're a NASCAR fan, you'd like to share that with your pastor. Today is the day to call and nominate your pastor. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We would love 
to uh, make this opportunity. It, it is a, a once-in-a-lifetime thing. It could really change their world and also create a friendship between you and your pastor that is something that they really, really, really need. But also today we are talking deadly driving habits, and we're asking people to call in with ones that they think. Uh, we've got Carol is in Greenville, South Carolina. Carol, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I, I wanted to reinforce what you said about um, not prematurely turning your wheels left when you're waiting to make a turn. I have an aunt that in her 80s that was in excellent health, bright, lively, and she was killed instantly by waiting to make her left turn into her own driveway on a highway and had her wheels turned to the left, and she was hit from, by a truck from behind and pushed into a truck ahead. I mean, so I know I emphasize that. I, a dangerous habit I see is people, when they're allowed to turn right on red, they don't stop first, and they're supposed to, and that's for a reason. <laughs> and I've seen it happen, and I, I believe I've known of an accident where that habit led to a led to the accident and to a fatality. And the third thing is, I have a habit I need to develop, and that is checking my rearview mirror and my side mirrors more frequently. So I, I don't know that I have a habit not to, to stop, but I do have a habit to develop. Yeah, I believe me, after I was involved in that particular collision where they hit me from the rear, when I'm sitting in a stoplight... <laughs> You know, that's just a constant thing. And I think about that situation. I'm so glad you mentioned that. You know, we think about being at an intersection, but often we turn left without being at an intersection. And it's the same thing. You stop, you begin to turn your wheels to the left. And again, you put yourself in harm's way. Because yeah. That's probably more likely that somebody's going to come up and, and, and launch you into the oncoming traffic. So, wow, that's a great great piece of advice carol i'm so blessed you called in today god bless you i thank you for calling in thank you and if my if i knew if my pastor liked um i don't know that he likes racing because he's from south africa and i don't know anything about nascar so i'm not nominating him <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, i understand i understand completely well thanks for calling in god bless you thank you thanks for listening Bye. all right what are your what are you thinking are some Deadly habits that people may not be aware of. You call us 866-348-7884. It looks like we got a couple of folks nominating their pastor as well for this trip to Bristol Motor Speedway. We're getting their information. We're going to get them on in a minute. But next up, we have a caller that I happen to know is in Illinois because <laughs> it's my mother, and that's where she lives. <laughs> and she's got usually some wisdom for us, so I'm excited about that. Mom, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. <clears throat> Good morning. Um, I have, being a woman, I have often driven with other women drivers. <laughs> and uh, some of them have been what I call talkers. And they, you know, they can't stop talking even when they're driving. And they will turn and look at you or somebody in the back seat to tell them something. And they're not looking ahead at all. And they have, some of them had another bad habit, which combined with that one is bad, and that was racing up to a stoplight. When I see a, a red light ahead, I slow down and kind of ease my way up. No, they would just race up, so I think that's two bad habits. There you go. 
And, and, and that isn't the one that, that's come upon us lately, the talking habit, or just not paying attention. I, says, I recently, Mom, I um, was with a family whose son had gone into the ambulance or was, was a, rest, uh, you know, a 911 worker or one of those people, first responders, and he will barely drive because of all the horror that he's seen. And they can't get him to go hardly anywhere because he sees the results of how easily and how quickly within a moment everything changes. And I think so many of us have no idea how much is at stake every moment that you're behind the wheel. And, and having been struck by a car myself, and those people who know my story, was I was crushed by a car that was not going hardly 15 miles an hour. My leg uh, between the two bumpers, you, the force that's there and the inability to do anything about that is phenomenal. And so we are all involved in with deadly weapons all the time. Thanks for yeah, calling. Yeah, we're driving deadly weapons for sure. And in heavy traffic and, say, rush hour or something, you've got no business racing up to a stoplight. No, you don't. Well, thanks, Mom. You're welcome. I'm going to talk to you later today. Okay. <laughs> Bye, you. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, we got Charlene is in Chesapeake, Virginia. She wants to nominate her pastor, and we would love to hear from you. What's your deadly driving habit you're thinking of? Or maybe you've got a pastor that you want to nominate. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in. And 866-348-7884. Charlene, tell us about your, your, your pastor. That's the number I called. Yeah. His name is Genesis Markham, and I'd like to nominate him to go to the races in Tennessee. I think he would enjoy it. I know he would. And tell us about his church. Well, it's a small uh, Pentecostal church on Deep Creek Boulevard in Chesapeake. And uh, on Sunday mornings, he sings and plays the uh, electric Deanna himself, and he's a very good singer, and uh, he asked, uh, a man in the congregation asked for testimonies, and I usually testify every Sunday morning, and uh, so do other people. I love the testimonies, and then he sings and um, plays the piano, and we have some um, those things shaped tambourines, and the music is very pretty, and uh, then he always... Um, he always preaches a good message from the word and i really enjoy it hey charlene this is andy thanks so much for calling in and nominating your pastor and i just just want to take a moment the reason we're offering this and for the rest of you listening out there is really this is your chance to be a blessing and maybe maybe god's even tapping you on the shoulder today to be the voice of encouragement or to be able to step in and, and reinvest in your pastor's life that's what our ministry is about and so really that's what we're looking for is just a, just a chance to encourage you today that you know what your pastors are going through so much more than you realize your pastors families are going through the the spiritual warfare is really it's at an all-time high and uh and if your pastor has an effective ministry going he needs your your encouragement he needs your support he needs your prayer we're talking about prayer earlier bill mentioned it before getting in a car and and uh, that's something we don't talk about enough so our pastors need your prayer they need your help and they also need some downtime and some fun time and so we're offering that. And so if, if you're on the fence of thinking about, you know what, I should do that. Maybe I don't know if he'd like it or not. They will like it. They need they need your input. So, Charlene, thanks for calling. And uh, we'll look for some more here. You're welcome. God bless you. What a wonderful, what a wonderful job you did of 
you know, and just encouraging what, what, what a man of God's doing out there that a lot of folks may not, not be able to see. So that's awesome. We really appreciate it, Charlene. All right. Well, ooh, I, I hung up on my next deadly drive <laughs> instead of on Charlene. Patricia in Holly Springs, please call back. I absolutely hung up on you. She um, was calling in on a deadly driving habit, but also we would obviously love for people to nominate their pastor. And I, I, I think about there's so many unsung heroes out there that are really, <laughs> we have no idea what that warfare is. Andy, I suppose you do because you get a chance to talk to these pastors regularly, the warfare that's going on, and talk about a deadly driving habit um, is not praying for your pastor. It, 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 and you know that all too well. We're, we're all guilty of that. And, you know, I, I actually was thinking, Bill, before you made that comment about praying on the long trip, that's something, I, you know, I'm guilty of it. We, you know, God, God asks us to pray without ceasing, to pray consistently, and to pray over everything. And why aren't we doing that, right? It's your analogy of talking about driving the deadly weapon. Good grief, that's so true. And I, and I spend time at the racetrack, and you look at these two or three thousand pound vehicles shooting by you, even even at at idle speed, you know, pit, pit road speed at forty five miles an hour, when you're super close to them, it's a scary thing. And so, same thing when you're out in the city. I was in downtown Winston Salem last night with my kids, and just watching the cars on Fourth Street go by. That's a very dangerous thing, and we do need prayers. We need prayers for all of these areas in our lives. Yes, and we have some more callers calling in with Denominate Their Pastor. We would love to hear from you, really. Really, they would love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. we got a lot coming up, so stay tuned. Deadly driving habits. Interestingly, they're, or I find it fascinating to sometimes see the spiritual behind what's going on with deadly driving habits. There might be something spiritually that's very similar that we deal with, and we want to talk about that in our appraisal by the Real Black Book today. And as Jesus comes in there and can heal us from some of these habits, and and I love what Bill said earlier that prayer, just starting out. Asking God for help when you're trying to deal with something is a big help. Now, we got a lot of folks calling in. You still got time to call in and nominate your pastor, 866-348-7884. We got Patricia in Holly Springs. She's got a deadly driving habit. Patricia, thank you so much for calling back. I'm sorry I hung up on you. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I just thank the Lord for the opportunity to share these two tips. Okay. Um, and I'll try to be as concise as possible. First of all, you mentioned about getting a little bit of rest. For me, it only takes 10 to 15 minutes for me to pull over and take a little quick nap to revive me to go further and get to my destination. I'll pull over in a safe place. If it's at night, I'll make sure I'll get to a well-lighted place, um, and I'll just take a quick nap, lock the doors, and you know, use all the safety precautions, and then I'll go on. Doesn't that make all the difference? That's After you get a little nap, you feel great, and you can drive again. Yeah. Right, and the next is what's really important, and that is sometimes when you come to a stop and you look either way, maybe cars are coming both ways, just a long line both ways, and you're thinking to yourself, gosh, I'll never get out of here. But I found that actually, I mean, I've, I've done it several times. It only takes anywhere from five to seven minutes for those cars to clear going either way. It only takes five to seven minutes. That is opposed to 
darting out there, risking your life or risking the lives of one to two to three people, depending on how many people are in the other car. Uh, if you do that, if there is a wreck, then your car is damaged, the person's car is damaged, there's the insurance, there are tickets, you got to wait for the cops. Um, it could be cold, it could be hot. Um, and then, um, you, you know, you, you, you got all these circumstances. That's like so one of the fruits of the spirit. Is, that I'm here in patience. <laughs> yes, if you if you can wait five to seven minutes, no more than ten minutes, that's a whole lot better than risking someone else's life besides your own, and as opposed to having to wait two to three hours to get all this stuff. Oh, you up. are so. That is a so great. That, that's yeah, my point. That is awesome. God bless you, Patricia. I appreciate you calling in so much and, and making the second effort. We wanted to hear that. Thank you. All right. We have Jim in Greensboro is going to nominate his pastor. So we want to hear from Jim. You're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I hope you guys are doing well. We are. We're excited about this race in Bristol. I hope you are because you could be on yes, your way. I am. <laughs> yes, I am. I really am. Uh, I want to uh, nominate uh, a pastor over in Morganton who is working on 130 years of existence of that congregation or, or that church that started back in, I guess it was 1885. And uh, in addition to being the pastor of the church, he's also uh, the executive director of uh, CDC in Morganton. So the church is in Morganton and the uh, the CDC is in Morganton. He, of course, is, uh, I guess you might say, uh, bivocational uh, pastor. What's the CDC? I apologize. I don't know what that stands for. Uh, Community Development Corporation, uh -huh. something along that line. I just found this out recently in the past week. So he, he probably could use some rest at some point. And what I'd like to know is exactly when is this race coming off? It's August the August 22nd. Jim, Jim, what's your connection to this pastor there? The connection is this. I 29 years ago, I used to be pastor of the same church. Oh. Wow, that's a connection. Well, we got a, we got some other nominees. Jim, with that is a great one. We have got your information, I understand. And we okay. appreciate you nominating him. That's awesome. All right, we okay. have Tom is in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Tom, you want to nominate your pastor? Yes, sir, I do. He's having a very rough time. Really? Uh, he's, him and his wife, he's our pastor. Been, he's been our pastor twice. We had an elderly pastor who had to retire. And our pastor was up at a conference in Ohio in uh, June. And on the way back, him and his wife came back through Virginia and started having chest pains. So, a uh, small town, couldn't seem to figure out what, lost her twice there. And they get on the helicopter, took her to Roanoke, and when the pastor was packing up a little motel where they were at, you know, just going to spend the night, the doctor called and said she didn't make it. And he's back. We're having her memorial service today, and he's been a pastor 58 years, and him and his, excuse me, his wife has been married 58 years. He's been a pastor 50 years. Oh, wow. And he's from North Carolina originally, way up in the mountains, as I call it. Tom, that is awesome. That is awesome. I am so, yeah. He's a great pastor in that memorial service. They just keep, and they both found that. We found that they keep donated bodies at the University of North Carolina. Donated body science. And 
we wonder why the funeral preparations weren't ready, and that's why. And uh, he's done the same thing they did several years ago. So he's just a great man. And that is, I am. And we can be all, everybody out there, we can be praying for him. What's his name? Richard Peters. Richard Peters. Well, God bless you, Tom. We are so grateful for your nomination of, of your pastor, Richard, and we will be praying for him as well. Thank you. I love you, Chef. Oh, God bless you. I appreciate that. Well, we do want to get to our praise by the Real Black Book real quick, and then we'll tell who the winner is from all these people that were nominated. But this is where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. We try to figure out, you know, there's there's a lot going on with these cars, but what's the spiritual implication of that? And the one that struck me that's a very deadly habit that I find myself in sometimes is called tailgating. And... um. The one that God hit me between the eyes with this <laughs> this week is when Jeremiah was talking to, he was given this message in Jeremiah 4, and he said this. It was a fascinating piece. He said, break up your unplowed ground and do not sow among thorns. Circumcise your hearts to the Lord. Circumcise your hearts. And what I understood from both Matthew and Henry and the more I studied that passage is God was saying, that if you've been getting too close to sin, which in this case with Jeremiah's people, they were too close to the sin of idolatry, that they need to circumcise their hearts. In other words, they need to break up the ground of their heart to find where the wounds are and ask Jesus to come in there. In their case, they were asking the Lord to heal that somehow from the idolatry. You've got to break up that hard heart of yours and, and bring in the Lord. And that's why it says this is where the healing begins. And I'm so blessed to have Doc Whitaker with me. And you know what I'm saying? We've got to ask for some healing. If we've been tailgating that sin, there's a reason that our heart's desiring that. And God is saying, you've got to break up that hard heart and let me in there to take a look at it. Am I right? You are absolutely right. Many times we, we, we look at things and it's like, hey, we need this. And it just becomes so much a part of us that we just don't even realize that we're just so far away from God. And then we just start feeling, you know, things aren't right. And then all of a sudden the little voice says, come on back. I love you. Right. And it becomes a habit to be tailgating those sins. You're always, you're kind of right there in the way of it. And you can be plowing up your heart and asking God for forgiveness. Well, Andy, you're on the hot seat now. you got to announce a winner, man. And there were some <laughs> awesome nominees, so go ahead and fire hey, away. It, it was good listening to all those and also the ones that we had on social media. I, th- I think we're going to try and go with Tom that called in for his pastor in South Carolina. Just lost and, his uh, mind, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, that's uh, that's been a, a kind of a, a, a recurring thing this year, actually, with pastors that we know. So uh, we're going to try and catch up with Tom next week. And then, uh, you know, if, if there's another scheduling conflict, we'll go to the next one down the line. But looking forward to it. Andy, God bless you and your ministry to pastors and what you're doing there. And I, I, I would challenge you this week, obviously, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. But the other thing is spend some time maybe plowing some new ground of your art and asking Jesus, why is it that you keep wanting to tailgate whatever the sin may be?